You're listening to Campus 180 Radio. Funny, thoughtful, real. What's cooking, friends? It's Ethan here with another episode of Theology Thursday. We like to look at different theological or Christian terms, phrases, words uh, that we often only hear in the Christian world, and we want to simplify them and make sure that we're using them correctly and we actually understand what they are. Today, the word that we're going to be looking at is one that is one of the most used words in the entire Bible. This word appears in Hebrew more than 7,000 times. Do you think you know what it is? This word, outside of a Christian perspective, Christian prayer life, uh, church, reading the scripture, I don't hear this word today, unless it's used in vain, unless it's used in a, a out-of-context way. So, the word is Lord. Okay, We're, gonna, we're specifically talking about L-O-R-D. Now, we see it in all capital letters in Scripture when it's referring to the Lord, that he is the Lord. The Lord is the Lord. Um, but then we also have it in lowercase, and we have it very uh, frequent in the Old Testament and New Testament. In Jesus' parables, all the way back to Moses. Now, in this, uh, we want to think about how do I explain the word Lord specifically to someone who is younger, who maybe hasn't read their Bible, uh, maybe it's a younger person or younger in their faith, or even a non-Christian. And if you say, Jesus should be the Lord of your life, is a young child, my 8-year-old, 10-year-old, are they going to be able to know what that means? Do we as adults understand what the word Lord means? We hold it in high regard because, in all caps, he is the Lord. Right? And the first time we see the word Lord, um, we've got Moses going to Pharaoh, trying to take the Israelites out of captivity and lead them to the promised land. Before that can happen, Pharaoh says, who is your God? Who's the God of your people that you want me to set them free? And Moses goes back to God and he says, God, who should I say that you are? And he says, tell them, I am. I am has sent you. So this is the first instance we see Yahweh in Hebrew. And then after that, we continue to see it over and over. So what does the word Lord mean? When we see it translated in English, we see it in a lot of different translations translated differently. So we see it, um, words that we see are master, lord, master, um, governor, owner of a field. Um, master would refer to master of servants, also master of slaves. Um, we see it as a shepherd. We see it as a um, anyone who has power and authority. And so as we look at that, uh, let's think about what, what might that mean, the word Lord, and how does that apply to me today when I don't hear that word outside of church? So I'm going to flip over and I'm make myself a little bit smaller there. Okay, so... I have this Bible software up called Logos Bible Software. And I type the word Lord up here. Actually, I might be able to make this 
even bigger for us. All right, so uh, Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary gives us the words. Um, it says, Lord, in English, referring to several Hebrew and Greek words. Generally, the term refers to one who has power and authority. Um, in Hebrew, it's Yahweh, and Jehovah is the word we, we might know it by, and that's a whole nother Theology Thursday episode as where did we get the word Jehovah? Um, and then in Hebrew, Yahweh, Yahweh, they didn't like to pronounce it. Um, these people in Hebrew, uh, the Jews, they regarded the word so sacred, the Lord, so that they didn't dare say the word. Um, now, as we think about this, let me make this smaller again. In here, so I typed it in. In Hebrew, this is Hebrew words. We have it 7,266 times, or variants of the word Yahweh. Um, so we have master, master of, lord of, um, owner, husband. Those are some different instances where we see governor, um, mighty. Now in the Greek... We see it, mostly in the New Testament here, we see it 651 times. We see it, uh, Lord, Master, domination over, um, belonging to the Lord. Um, and so we've got a lot of different, Jesus is called the Lord. And again, we see it this many times, but it's a word we don't use. And so maybe to help us rethink how do we explain it or how do we better understand it and, and apply that phrase Lord. Jesus should be your Lord. I think one of the better ways to maybe explain it today would be boss, supervisor, manager, someone who has authority over you. Now, some people, um, when you have someone authority over you at work, maybe your boss, maybe you don't have a good relationship with them. And I think some people think of God as maybe that boss. Oh, he's got to give me the rules and make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Now let's rethink that and think, yes, he, he's sticking to the rules because he is righteous, he's holy, he's perfect, um, but he's, he's the Lord, right? And so in the sense that think about your master, your boss, is someone who loves you, loves you so much they would die for you, right? So we have a balance of, yes, that boss that's above me, but a loving, caring. So now to my eight-year-old or to even teenagers or college students in my college ministry, we try to explain this, and often a phrase that is used is, Jesus should be the Lord of your life. To explain that, we'll say, he can take the wheel of the car. Right? So as we're driving down the road and we think we're in control of our life as the car, we are in control. And it's hard to let God control it if we're in control. So the in the analogy you want to let Jesus take the wheel and say, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you that you know where I should go. And you can lead me there even if I don't have my GPS working. I'm not sure where we're going and it's raining out and this this is crazy. I don't know where my life's going. <clears throat> but God, I'm gonna trust that you can take it. That you can take the wheel. Two more instances we see the word Lord um, Old Testament and New Testament. There's the greatest commandment, right? and it says, love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your might, with all your strength, and all your heart. Um, 
So we have the, that aspect. Um, and another time we see the word Lord, again, I mentioned that often in the original language, it's translated often into Lord, but sometimes it's translated into other general terms. Um, as I expressed a few of them, another one I didn't say is the word sir. It's often said is the word sir. And I want to give a quick example of this. All right, so in John chapter 4, we have the woman at the well. Sorry for the ads. I'm using Bible Gateway on this one. Get it so we don't have the ads. All right, so now Jesus learned uh, that the Pharisees had been gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. We continue on. Uh, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said. Sir. Okay, so this is right here. Sir. What is the actual language? What is the actual? Oh, we can find it here. So I got the Curie. I might not be saying it rightly, but this is. I'm going to go ahead and find that out, huh? We can see. Yep. Curie. Me who says, Lord, Lord, unto me, Lord, Lord. It means Lord. But yet we see it translated as Sir. Now, some people think that the translators wanted people not to think that the Samaritan woman already knew that she was, that he was the Lord. But it was a phrase she, that she used in the quote as if it was boss, Sir, with respect that he must have had authority. So, Think about the word Lord. Ask other people um, if they know what the word Lord means. And my favorite question is, try to explain the word, in this case, the word Lord, to an 8-year-old or a 12-year-old. It's possible. Can you do it? So thanks for sticking around for another Theology Thursday. And please put in the comments, what, in what ways can we understand the word Lord better in the concept of Jesus being the Lord of our life? And in what ways can we apply Jesus being the Lord of our life? Have a great day.